Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. M-A-I-N-M-E-N-U Main Menu Main Menu Main Menu. Hey everyone, and welcome to Main Menu for the 30th of June, 2017. This is your co-host, Jason Castingway. We've got plenty of couch potato toppings for you in this week's Main Menu, as we begin with Peter Korn and Mark Mulcahy from Amazon as they talk about new features and accessibility in voice view across their products. Next, Randy goes over important things like the remote for the Amazon Element Fire TV. After that, Scott Smith returns and talks about controlling Dish TV through a skill for the Echo. And then Janine comes on board to get all of us convention goers and other travelers prepared with the MyTSA app. Enjoy the show! Hello, my name is Peter Korn. I am an accessibility architect at Amazon, and I am delighted to be back at ACB Radio's main menu. Hi, I'm Mark Mulcahy. I'm one of the engineers on the accessibility team, and I, as well, am delighted to be back. We're here to share with you a lot of really exciting news and developments that have happened in regards to Amazon accessibility over the last year or so. It's been a while since we've been here. When we were last here, we were talking about the preview version of Voice View on Fire TV, as well as some of the work we had done with the Kindle e-reader and e-books. And in the past year, we've been busy and we wanted to share with you the results of that work. We thought we would start by showing you the final release of Voice View on Fire TV. As Peter mentioned, when we were last together, we demonstrated the preview release, but VoiceView Final has been released now, and we wanted to show you some of the differences and improvements between the preview release and the final release of VoiceView on Fire TV. So in the preview release of VoiceView on Fire TV, the default navigation mode was something we called Enhanced Mode, which allowed you to navigate everything that was on the screen. But along with the final release of VoiceView came a brand new user interface on Fire TV that's much more cinematic and much easier to use overall. But it required us to do some thinking about how a blind user would best use this new interface. And so as a result, it became apparent that the best way for a blind user to use this interface was the same way that a sighted user would use the interface, which is to say not through enhanced mode, but through the standard navigation mode. But that required some thinking about how a blind user would gain access to all the rest of the information that's on the screen. So to give you an example, I have a Fire TV here. I'm going to go to the home screen. Home, two of seven. Use left and right to move between items. So you'll notice that we are on the top level of the home screen, which has seven choices. And VoiceView told us that we can move left and right to pick one of these options. So for example, if I press right. Your videos, three of seven. Movies, four of seven. TV shows, five of seven. If I want to move into one of these options, I can either press select or down arrow. And when I do that, I hear... House of Cards on Netflix, one of six. people don't know what's best for them. I do. 
I know exactly what they need. Amazon original series, I Love Dick, Season 1, Prime, Button. Use up and down to move between categories such as new releases or comedy. Use left and right to move between items in the category, I Love Dick, 3.0 out of 5 stars from 8,550. So I pressed play to stop voice view. That's one of the other new features that we've added. Anytime voice view is talking, you can press the play key on your remote to stop. So you'll notice several things here. First of all, when we entered this grid of content, voice view gave us a hint that we can move up and down through the categories and we can move left and right through the items in the grid. But you'll also notice as we move through the items in the grid, voice view will provide additional feedback about the individual item. So for example, Catastrophe, Season 1, Prime, Button. Catastrophe, 4.5 out of 5 stars from 34,744 customers. IMDb rating 8.2 out of 10, 2015. Rated TVMA, Closed Captioning Available, Season 1. Rob Delaney and Sharon Horgan write and star in this R-rated comedy about a one week's... Again, I pressed play to stop speech. I can get all the information that's displayed in the top portion of the screen, which isn't focusable with the remote, by simply letting voice view read it. It will be read after a pause after the currently focused item is read. While that information is being read, I can use the fast forward and rewind controls to navigate through pieces of information. So for example, if all I wanted to hear was the description of the item, I can press fast forward until I hear that. So let's move to another item in this grid. Bosch Season 3, Prime, Button. Bosch, 4, I am 2000, rated TV closed cap season 3, angered by the truths behind his mother's murder, LAPD detective Harry Bosch struggles to find integrity in an imperfect justice system. The killing of a homeless... So what I did is I waited until the extra information was being read, and I simply pressed fast forward until I heard the piece of information that I wanted to hear, and then again I pressed play to stop the speech. The... Information that you've just heard from VoiceView, this description of the movie or other video, as well as the hinting to tell you where you can go left and right or up and down, are extensions that we have made to the accessibility framework so that both our own internal developers and third-party developers are able to create a much more featureful voice view experience for our blind and low vision customers. The other thing that's worth noting is that when you want to hear any of this extra information again, you can simply press menu to have voice view read all of the extra information. And the information includes both the usage hints we heard as well as something called orientation text. When you're first interacting with Fire TV, you'll be meeting many things in the interface for the first time. The first time you meet those, VoiceView will read out orientation text. Part of the philosophy of VoiceView and accessibility at Amazon devices generally is we want to be very easy for folks who are new to the device or new to assistive technologies to pick up and start using. But at the same time, we want to have a lot of powerful features for more advanced users to be very efficient in how they use the interface and get rich information from the interface. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And so orientation text is one of those efforts. 
So the idea with orientation text is that the first time you encounter something new on Fire TV, VoiceView will give you some additional information. So for example, the first time you encounter the launcher screen, VoiceView will tell you things like how the screen's laid out, where particular items of interest are located, etc., and tell you some information about how you can navigate and find those items. But as I said, when you request VoiceView to read all the information again with menu, it will read orientation text. So for example, if I press menu here, Use up and down to move between categories such as new releases or comedy. Use left and right to move between items in the category. That's the Content hint. grid. Moving focus to an item will automatically speak details such as the description and rating after a brief pause. While speaking, you can skip through info using the fast forward or rewind buttons and stop speech with the play pause button. Bosch, 4.5 out of 5 stars from 11 IM to that rated close. So again, I can skip through the information as it's being read, either automatically or at my request. Now, many of the shows that people like to watch have actors with interesting names. And I often wonder, how do you spell that name? Up until recently, that was a question that could only be answered by going to a web browser, doing a search, hoping that Google corrects your spelling and gives you the correct actor's name. So we've added a new feature to allow you to spell anything on the screen, and in fact to point to anything on the screen and find out more about it. So to demonstrate this, I'm going to open the page for Bosch by pressing select. Bosch, watch now with Prime, one of three. Use left and right to move between items, details, Contains info about a video or app, and buttons in a row like Watch Now or Get. Additional rows of related content are below these options. So we hadn't encountered this screen on this instance of VoiceView on this particular TV before, and so this orientation text was read. So for example, for something really simple, let's say I want to know how Bosch is spelled. So in order to do that, I enter Review Mode by holding down the menu key. Review Mode on. So we've now entered review mode, in which VoiceView lets you use the remote control to review what's on the screen. And as you review what's on the screen, there's a green rectangle that moves around the screen showing visually what item has focus. So for example, if I want to move to the first item on the screen, I can hold down left on the remote. Bosch. And it's moved us to Bosch. And now I can select how I want left and right to move through the content on the screen. Right now they move by object. 4.5 out of 5 stars from 1149 customers. So I pressed right. I can press right again. IMDB rating 8.3 out of 10. So I want to find out how Bosch is spelled though. So I'm going to press left to get back to Bosch. Bosch. And I'm going to use up and down to select how I want left and right to move. So for example, if I press up. Word. I'm moving by word, again, character. Now I'm moving by character, and I can use left and right to spell this item. B O S C H, hotel. And we got the phonetic pronunciation of the letter as well. There are other commands in review mode. For example, if I press home, it takes me immediately to voice view settings where I can control things like reading speed and punctuation level. I can also hold right down to move to the last item on the screen. And when I exit review mode by holding down menu, my focus is returned to where the visual focus on the screen is. 
Review mode off. Watch now with Prime. One of three. And VoiceView reads it. So Mark just showed you Fire TV and VoiceView on Fire TV. We have also brought VoiceView to the Fire TV edition televisions from Element Electronics. These are full smart televisions that have Fire TV goodness, Alexa goodness, and VoiceView goodness baked into them. Let's check it out. So here I am on the very same home screen, but this time of my 55-inch Element Electronics Fire TV Edition TV. And I'm just going to arrow across the top menu. Your videos, 3 of 7. Movies, 4 of 7. TV shows, 5 of 7. And I can arrow down. House of Cards on Netflix. Amazon Original Series, I Love Dick, Season 1, Ultra HD, Prime, Button. But this is a television. Use up and down to move between categories. Uh, this is a television. So I would like to watch over-the-air broadcast on my television. A long press of the Home button. Channel Guide, 1 of 7, Button. Brings up a menu with a channel Use guide. Up and down to inputs, 2 of 7, button. Apps, 3 of 7, button. Set a sleep timer, 4 of 7, button. Picture, 5 of 7, button. Sound, 6 of 7, button. So like a typical TV, I can adjust the sound characteristics, the picture characteristics. Sleep timer is really cool. But let's take a look at the channel guide. Inputs, channel guide, 1 of 7, button. Thursday, June 1st, News 24, 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. So this is a typical EPG channel menu. guide. Use up and uh, down. This is a typical channel guide. It looks like a grid. The horizontal axis is the time. The vertical axis is different channels. So I'm just going to arrow down in my current time slot, which is 1.34 p.m., and listen to the channels and what's showing on those channels. News, 1.30 p.m. to 2 p.m. Joanne Weir's Cooking Confidence, 1.30 p.m. to 2 p.m. Word World, 1.30 p.m. to 2 p.m. And these are some of the things that are... Station name PBS, Thursday, June 1st. Dogs having a party. Dog wants to play ball. Dog and duck plan a house party at dog's house. Dog has trouble telling his friends Hush. he... I can also move across and see what things are coming up on this PBS station. Super Y, 2 p.m. to 2.30 p.m. And after a pause... Thursday, June 1st, the three Billy Goats gruff. Grandma will not let Red into the kitchen to get some red velvet cake. Super Y, 2 p.m. to 2.30 p.m. Rated TVY. Closed captioning available. Like a television, this also has a variety of inputs. And I can go to the input switcher and choose among those inputs. Again, a long press of the home button. Channel guide, 1 of 7, inputs, 2 of 7, button, Xbox, HDMI 1, 1 of 8. So I have an Xbox connected to the... Use up and down the, to move between items. Hush. 
I have an Xbox connected to the first HDMI input. Blu-ray, HDMI 2, 2 of 8. Antenna, 3 of 8. HDMI 3, 4 of 8. HDMI 4, 5 of 8. Composite, 6 of 8. Component, 7 of 8. So I have a bunch of different inputs. But as I mentioned, not only is this Fire TV and Voice View goodness, this is also Alexa goodness. So let's go back home a moment. Home, two of seven. And now let's ask Alexa right to switch to the between inputs. Items. Switch input to Blu-ray. Okay. And now we've switched the input, input switched. to my... Your TV input has been switched to Blu-ray. We've switched the input to this Sony Blu-ray player. It happens to be a Sony Blu-ray player that talks. Netflix. And as I go through the Sony Blu-ray interface... YouTube. It... You can add your favorite apps here. Move or delete apps using the option menu. Netflix. Amazon Instant Video. The other thing that is news since we were last on Main Menu, we have made the Amazon Video Playback app accessible on a host of devices. On this Blu-ray player, on Sony PlayStation, and as I ask Alexa to switch an input for me, switch input to Xbox. Okay. Input switched. Your TV input has been switched to Xbox. And I've turned narrator on on this Xbox. Guide tab. Five of nine. Selected. Selected. Home button. Games and apps button. Amazon video. Press menu button for more options button. One so of five. Launch Amazon video. Amazon video. And now I am enjoying the Amazon video app on an Xbox One, on my Fire TV Edition television. Originals. Movies. TV. And this is the talking interface through narrator on the Amazon video application on this Xbox. Home carousel list. Watch and the next. interface list. is very similar Use to Use up and down to find an item. Press select <laughs> to choose. Very similar to the original interface of the Fire TV that we made accessible a year ago using the preview edition of VoiceView. I can select this show. Watch next. This carousel. Watch next. Money Monster Ultra HD. Age rating R. Captions. And arrow across. Financial. The fifth element Ultra A. King's Heart. H rating NR. And Captions. So Joey, the starting offensive lineman for his high school football team, faces ins. But let's go back to Fire Home, TV. Two of seven. So Use this is right the between items. Hush. This is the Fire TV edition televisions that are shipping as of June fourteenth. They come in four sizes. We have a 43-inch model available for $449.99, a 50-inch model available for $549.99, a 55-inch model at 
and a 65-inch model at $899.99. All of these are 4K Ultra HD televisions. They all have LED direct-lit backlighting, and they all support Visa mounts if you'd like to mount it to your wall. They all have four HDMI inputs. They have Ethernet input, USB input, optical input. They have a headphone output jack, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, and a voice remote. This voice remote is a little bit different than the voice remotes that come with Fire TV because they include volume up-down as well as uh, rapid buttons to bring up Prime Video, Prime Music, or Netflix. Something else that I'm really thrilled to be able to demonstrate for you and announce that we'll be releasing shortly is Braille support for Amazon Fire tablets. As many of you know, Braille's been something I've been very passionate about for a long time, so it's really exciting to be able to give you a sneak peek at this. As I said, it'll be releasing very soon. So I have in front of me an Orbit Reader 20, which is the new uh, affordable Braille display coming out of the Transforming Braille project. The targeted retail price is $449. And I also have sitting in front of me a Fire 7. Nine rows, five columns, books, row two, column one. This is Amazon's $49 tablet. So the combination of these two items costs just under $500. I'm going to demonstrate real quickly how we connect these two devices together. So I'm going to open voice view settings first by bringing down the notification shade. Display brightness, slider, 70%, quick I settings. I did that by swiping down two fingers from the top of the screen. I'll select the voice view notification to open voice view settings. 1.44 p.m. Kindle debug, KCP, fire, voice back, voice view, tap for settings. Voice view screen reader. So now I'm in the voice view settings. So we have a new option in voice view settings, and that's Braille. Punctual Braille, seven of nine. Braille, pair Bluetooth Braille display, no Braille display connected, one of four. So we have several options here, pair a Bluetooth Braille display. Mute speech and sounds is off. Disable voice view sounds and speech, two of four. Braille table, unified English Braille, three of four. Show accessibility focus on Braille display is on. Raise dots 7 and 8 beneath the item with accessibility focus. 4 of 4. So we have several options. So to pair our Orbit Reader 20, we simply choose the pair Braille display option. Braille table. Uni pair Bluetooth Braille display. No Braille display connected. Pair Bluetooth Braille display. Navigate up button. Please make sure your Braille display is on and discoverable. Select Scan, then select your display below to connect. So let's turn on the Orbit Reader 20. And I will put it in Bluetooth mode. And then I will press Scan. Scan button. Scan in progress button disabled. Refresh a Braille 0181 one of one. So this Orbit Reader 20 is in Refresher Braille emulation mode, so it shows up as a Refresher Braille in our list. I'll double tap, and we should be paired. 
Braille, pair Bluetooth Braille display, no Braille display connected, one of four. So we are now connected. On my Braille display, I see pair Bluetooth Braille with dot seven and eight raised underneath it, indicating that that's what has focus on the screen. If I put my finger on the home button at the bottom. App switcher. Now um, I see back with some brackets around it, indicating it's a button. And I see home next to it with some brackets around it, indicating that it's a button. If I pan right, I would see that app switcher is the button to the right. So I can see the entire navigation bar here on the braille display. And as mentioned before, I can see that dots seven and eight are raised below the home button, indicating that that's what has accessibility focus because I touched it. To go home, of course, I double tap this button. Nine rows, five columns. Rudyard Kipling's The Jungle Book, The Mowgli Stories, Rudyard Kipling, New Items, Item Two of Three, New. So I'm now back at my home screen. We worked pretty hard to ensure that reading books with Kindle and Braille is a great experience. So I will open a Kindle book here. I will do that by finding the Books tab at the top. Search for you. Home. Books, three of 10. And I will select one of these books in my list. The Great Evangelic, The Adventures of Sherlock Holmes, Wise House Classics Edition, Doyle, Arthur Conan, from your books library. Item two of four, two percent. So I, I will double tap to open the book. KCP test. Amazon Kindle. Use your screen reader's continuous reading gesture when menus are off or retreating or swipe. So I tapped the screen to get voice Glance. me to stop talking. And I now have on my braille display some text. Now in many cases, I may not want to have speech on as I'm reading and navigating the book. So I can press M plus space on the braille keyboard to mute speech. And when I press M chord to mute, Voice view doesn't say anything, obviously, because if I'm muting, I don't want to hear any speech. And now there will be no speech feedback as I navigate the device. A bit of the book is showing on the Orbit Reader 20, and I can simply pan to the bottom of the page, and you heard the little beep indicating that the page has turned. So I can just seamlessly scroll forward and backward through the book and read it in UEB. I can obviously also select uncontracted Braille if that's what I want to do. So I'm going to turn speech back on for the rest of this demo. Mute off. And show you how I can navigate my device using the Braille keyboard. So for example, I can go home by pressing H plus space. Nine rows, five columns, email, 15 new, row three, column five. I can move to the first item on the screen by pressing dots one, two, three, seven with the space bar. Search. And I can move to the last item by pressing dots four, five, six, eight with the space bar. Nine rows, five columns, email, 15 new, row three, column five. I can open the notification shade by pressing N with space, or to open voice view settings, which I'll do now, I can press dots one, two, three, four, five, six in the space bar. Voice view screen reader, reading speed, one X, normal, two of nine. I can press dot four with the space bar to move to the next item. Speech volume. Sounds volume, match device volume, four of nine. Or I can press dot one with the space bar to move to the previous item. Speech volume, reading speed, one X, normal, two of nine. 
And if I want to activate the selected item, I can press E with space. Reading speed, dot 66x, slowest, 1 of 10, checkbox, not checked. And what I see on the Braille display is brackets indicating that this is a radio button, and a blank space between those brackets indicating that it's not checked, and then the title of the item, which in this case is 0.66x slowest. If I want to cancel or go back, essentially, I can press Z with space, so that's 1356. Voice space. view screen reader, reading speed, 1x, normal, 2 of 9. And I'm back to the previous screen. So that's a quick demo of Braille support on Fire tablets. So to finish, through the magic of technology, I bring you now from Peter's office at Amazon to my living room where I have a Fire TV stick connected to my TV because I want to show you something pretty cool. So to do that, I'm going to open a show using my voice remote. Man in the High Castle. Man in the High Castle. Movies and TV. Movies and TV. The Man in the High Castle. Prime. Button. Two items. Movies and select. TV. The Man in the High Castle. Watch now with Prime. One of three. I want to start from the beginning, so I'll press Use right to go right to, to seasons and episodes. Two of three. I'll button. press select. Season two, episode one. To choose season one, I'll press up to get to the seasons list, and then left to go to season one. Season two, season one, one of two. I'll press select to open season one, and then I'll press right until I get to episode one. Season one, S season season one, episode one and I will press select to start playing. This is a show from Amazon Studios called The Man in the High Castle. It came out about a year and a half ago or so, and my wife and I started watching it when it came out, and it's a really interesting show, but in this intro sequence, and actually throughout the show, there are a lot of symbols and images that don't have associated dialogue. And so it became increasingly hard for me to follow without being able to see the screen. So I think I got six episodes in or so and stopped watching in hopes that Amazon would eventually release audio descriptions for The Man in the High Castle. And I am delighted to announce that Amazon has indeed enabled audio description for video content on Amazon Video. So to show you how this works, I'm going to pause this show by pressing play. Pause. And I'm going to enable audio description by first choosing the options menu. I'll do that by pressing menu twice. Menu. The Man in the High Castle Season I'll 1. I'll press down. Ep subtitles and audio languages. And then I'll press select to open this menu. Audio language. English. Drop down list. I'll press select to choose a new language. Audio language. English. One of two. Check box. Checked. And I'll press down to pick. Audio language. English. Audio description. Two of two. Check box. Not checked. I'll press select to choose that option. The Man in the High Castle Season 1. And then to restart the movie, I pressed play to stop speech there. Then to restart the movie, I'll just press back. Loading. Frank One spotlight. items. The Man in the High Castle. Teleplay by Frank Spotnitz. Directed by David Semmel. A film projector turns on in a dark room. 
It's a new day. The sun rises in the east. Across our land, men and women go to work in factories and farms. A young man sits in a theater. Providing for their families. Everyone has a job. Everyone knows the part they play. Keeping our country strong and safe. A man joins him. So today, we give thanks to our brave leaders, knowing we are stronger and prouder and better. He slips the young man a note card bearing an eagle symbol. The back reads Lariat Manager and shows an address. Yes, it's a new day in our proud land. The young man leaves. But our greatest days, they lie ahead. An altered American flag features a swastika. Other titles from Amazon Studios are also described, such as Bosch. On a dark residential street, a man exits a house with barred windows. A garbage truck passes by. About time. In the parked car, the grizzled... And kids shows, like Gordimer Gibbons' Life on Normal Street. Signs mark the intersection of Topeka Street and Normal Street. Our view travels backward through a suburban neighborhood. I've lived my whole life on Normal Street. There's a quiet lake at one end and a forest of shady trees at the other. And somewhere in between is an old lady in an old house sitting on top of ultimate doom. Gordimer Gibbons, Life on Normal Street. Our view finds a mud-covered boy seated on a stump fence. That's me, Gordimer Gibbon. And yes, I'm covered in mud. It's everywhere, in my ears, under my eyelids, even in my underwear. Described titles are also available on Amazon from other studios, such as Disney, Paramount, and Lionsgate. For a complete list of described content on Amazon, you can visit www.amazon.com video slash audio description. Audio description is one word. Again, that web address, www.amazon.com video slash audio description. Finally, if you want more information about accessibility generally at Amazon, you can visit www.amazon.com slash accessibility. Again, that's www.amazon.com slash accessibility. And for Fire TV-specific accessibility information, you can visit www.amazon.com slash TV accessibility. All one word. Again, www.amazon.com slash TV accessibility. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, we'd love to hear from you. You can do that by sending email to device-accessibility at amazon.com. Again, device-accessibility at amazon.com. I'd like to thank all of you for joining us, and I'd like to thank the main menu team for having us here to share all the exciting things we've been up to for the past year or so. This is Randy Rusnak speaking. You just got a brand new Amazon Element Fire TV, didn't you? You get it set up. The remote control is right in front of you. You're going to turn the power on. Where is that power button? How do I activate voice view? The screen reader on the Element Fire TV. Thanks to Mark Mulcahy, he provided me with a layout of the remote control 
and also how to activate Voice View, the screen reader on the Element Fire TV. I will share that with you now. Hi Randy, the remote for the TV is similar to the layout of the remote you got with your Fire TV stick. From top to bottom, power button, voice button, top row of three buttons, back, home, menu, directional navigation keys, bottom row of three buttons, rewind, play slash pause, fast forward, horizontal volume, keys left as volume down, right as volume up, prime video button, Netflix button, music button. The major difference is that the directional pad is between the two rows of three buttons rather than below them. To enable voice view, you hold down back and menu for two seconds, just as you do on the Fire TV stick. As I record this, June 29th, 2017, I was just informed these TVs will not ship until the 14th of July. Welcome to another demonstration having to do with Dish TV. Dish Network is the bomb, let me just tell you that much. Let me go get my remote here in case I were to need it. I hope I don't need it. Because if I need it, that means this demonstration did not go as planned. The only time I should need the remote is when I finish the demonstration to cut the TV or the satellite system back into standby mode. But this is having to do with the Amazon Echo speaker setup like a dot or I'm using a dot a little bitty dot right here these things are so tiny so we're gonna use this dot and do something very cool with it uh-huh you'll see in a minute it's really cool pull it right here to the corner out of the way maybe it won't pick up the TV as much so I have my TV on here it's in a standby mode says press select to watch TV. If I press select, we'll be watching TV. So, Alexa, go to live TV. I can't find that skill. To find skills, go to the skills section of the Alexa app. That part does not work. Alexa, tune to CBS. Tuning to CBS. Right. Now airing 7 News at 6 p.m. Live TV. Now watching 7 News at 6 p.m. CBS 00700. Live TV. A bit of everything. Our style of play is going to be team basketball. Alexa, pause. Defensive-minded. And Kearns. Pause. And she paused. Cool. Um, again, I'm touching no buttons on the remote. I'm doing this all by voice. This is the Dish TV skill. You can find it in the music books and video section of your Amazon app with that name. You know, I can't say that because it'll activate it, but you know the name I'm talking about. You can find it in the, uh, click on the menu in that app and uh, go to books, music and video. I think that's what it's called. Music, video and books. That's how it's written. And enable your Dish TV skill. And there's one part of it that's inaccessible. The little uh, verification pin that you have to put into your uh, app from the Dish Hopper. The Hopper will read the Done button, but it will not read the pin. Maybe Dish could work on that a little bit. And this would be 100% accessible. I had to snag a pair of eyes really quickly. Just to read me a six-digit pin, I typed it in, and it linked my device. Then I finished my setup, connecting my dot. 
Alexa, play. Playing. Suns dalliance with the NBA and so return for a seat. Alexa, fast forward. Sea guard to Marcus Blanton gives up basketball due to health issues. More from the tracker. In this case, I Alexa, fast forward. Tony Stewart was pulled over not for speeding, but improper lane change. He was given just a warning with a cop. Alexa, fast forward. Posting a selfie on social media and the NFL owners vote to cut overtime from 15. Alexa, rewind. Down to 10. Finally, last night, Golden State wraps up its series with the Spurs. Goes to the Alexa, for you, fast forward. Not just about offense. Kevin Durant, big defensive play. Turn that down a little bit. Alexa, fast forward. Showers out there right now in the morning. A few showers will be around again, but not widespread. Alexa, tune to ESPN. Skip forward 10 seconds. Now it decides to do it. Alexa, tune to ESPN. Tuning to ESPN. Now airing Sports Center with Michael and Jamel. Sports Center with Michael and General. ESPN 140. And you can hear it popped up. ESPN. Confirmed to ESPN they are investigating Kennedy's death. Police say there's nothing suspicious to report at this time. Kennedy spent all 11 seasons of his And that is how this works. You rewind, you fast forward, you pause. I don't know how. You cannot do the DVR at this moment that I've figured out. You can search for like special things. I don't have my Netflix logged in, or I'd show you that part of the feature. And that part's not accessible. So let's hit that button right there and go back to where we started. We're back on the standby screen. Uh, chilling. That's how this thing works. That's a quick demo of this these abilities. You heard it skip forward. It, it took it a second there. I don't know what Alexa's problem was, but she did not indicate that she could not communicate with the dish, so that was obviously not the problem. So I hope you've enjoyed this short demo. This one is really short because there's not a lot to this, but this is very innovative um, for many, many people who want to simply watch TV and control the channel they're watching by their voice. Do I think it's cool? Yes. I love it. I can be far away from it and yell something at it. My kids will be in here watching cartoons and I mess with them and tell it to tune in like ESPN or something. And It's kind of funny. The first time I did it, they were very surprised. They're like, what did you do? And then they got to playing with it and it seems to be quite enjoyable. And Dish has promised to include support for the Joeys by the end of the year. Which Dish is really good at delivering their promises. They did make the Joeys accessible too. So you, if you have a Joey hooked to your hopper unit. And you have the accessibility pack on your service. You can do option option. And it will start talking and tell you to turn on text. You know tell you how to turn on text to speech. Really handy feature. That you can cut it off and cut it on really quickly. It's not drawn out like I've heard some other. We're not going to bash anybody here. But I've heard some other providers that you have to do a long drawn out series of stuff and basically have cited help to turn it on not the case at all with dish i'm really enjoying this product and now this uh integration into the uh amazon environment and i hope that you enjoyed this demo be sure if you want to follow me on twitter at scott dss 
that's the way to get in contact with me and until next time i will see you later hi everyone it's janine and as you were all coming and going from convention i thought it might be a good time to introduce you to an app called my tsa and we're going to go ahead and open it up right now i believe it's available on both the ios and android platforms my sa transportation security administration seal image welcome to my tsa now i have just loaded this app freshly so if you have an older version of the app you may want to update and this is what you will see my tsa image thank you for downloading my tsa your new go-to source for trusted travel information let's explore all of the features my tsa has to offer now this is one of those standard introductory screens so get started button iphone image skip button skip Button. And of course, you can skip this if you know all about the app already. But iPhone, get started. Let's go ahead and go through these screens. Get started. Hack smart. Okay, and I am just going to arrow up here. Hack smart. Okay, here's our first screen is Pack smart. Learn what you can carry on, place and check baggage, or leave at home through the can I bring. Search and guide. Woman packing. Skip button. Page one of three. Adjustable. And here's our next screen. Plan for your trip. View TSA project lane hours of operation, security checkpoint wait times reported by your fellow travelers, and airport or weather delays that may affect your flight. Okay, so if you have a TSA pre-check card, if you're registered for that program, you can check out the pre-check, you can check out how long it's going to take you to get through security, and I, actually I have found this really helpful because sometimes when you don't think there's going to be anybody there, like 5.30 in the morning, the security line takes 20 minutes, so... Travelers waiting in line. Skip button. Page two of three. A inform fellow travelers. Report your own security checkpoint wait time to help other travelers in your area. Hand holding a phone within my TSA application open. Next button. Page three of three. Adjustable. Page three of three. Next button. Okay, so we'll move on here. Next. Get notified. We use notifications to remind you to check the current security checkpoint wait time when you're nearby an airport iPhone with my TSA banner notification image. Would you like to receive these reminders? Notify me button. I don't see any way to get past this screen, so we're going to go ahead and click this, but you can always change these in your notification settings. Notify alert. My SA would like to send you notifications. Aha, here we go. So this is where you can actually deny. I'm going to go ahead and keep this on because I like to have this alert me when I get close to the airport. Notifications may include alerts, sounds, and icon badges. These can be configured in settings. Don't allow button. Allow button. Allow. Yes, please button. Okay, so we're going to go up here and find out what we're saying yes, please to. Would you like to report security checkpoint wait times? Location service. You can report your own security. Report wait time. Re report wait times. You can report your own security wait times in my TSA by allowing location services. Your location information is not stored by TSA. Location services. Image. Would you like to report security checkpoint wait times? And this one you can choose to do or not do. It's strictly up to you. I'm going to go ahead and turn yes, it on. Yes, please. Button. But let's see what our other responses are. Yes, please. Button. Yes, alert. Allow my SA to access your location even when you are not using the app. So here is where you can refuse to do this if you want. Mitesa uses this to send you personalized local airport alerts and improve wait times data accuracy. Don't allow. Button. Allow. Button. Allow. You're almost there. Before completing setup, 
Please review and agree to the MyTSA Terms of Service. MyTSA Terms of Service. Okay, Transportation now. Security Administrations. SA, MyTSA is a mobile is application a... that provides the traveling public okay. access to relevant travel information. I'm just going to stop that with a two-finger touch to the screen there. This is a pretty standard Terms of Service agreement, so you can agree or disagree. And I'm going to go ahead and agree. Disagree. Agree. Agree. Button. Edit. Dimmed. Button. Okay, now we are in our main screen, and I'm going to go ahead and go up to our upper left-hand corner. Don't forget. Edit. Dimmed. Button. One. Okay, and we're going to review the app from that upper left-hand corner. My airports. Don't forget, you can report wait times once you arrive at the airport. Tap here to learn more. Link. Dismiss this banner. Button. Closest airport, Minerva Park. Oh. Well, actually, I live in Minerva Park, so <laughs> that wouldn't be. We don't have an airport last time I checked. 6.2 miles from CMH John Glenn Columbus International. The weather is 78 degrees and mostly cloudy. The FAA is reporting no airport delays. TSA pre-check lanes are available and the checkpoint wait time is no recent posts. Double tap to view more details on John Glenn Columbus International. Aha, uh -huh, so no one has actually reported in the uh, wait time, so. Favorite airports. Here you can put in your favorite airports if you travel back and forth quite a bit. No airport saved. Link. But you, you can actually. Have no airport saved to your profile. Find airports through the search button above or tap here. Favorite airports. No airport saved. Link. You currently have no airports saved to your profile. Find airports through the search button above or tap here. Okay, fantastic. Selected. My airports. Tab. One of five. Oh, let's look at these tabs across the bottom. So we have my airports. Can I bring? Tab. Two of five. And this is going to give you information about what you can bring, including disability-specific kinds of things. So pre checkmark registered sign. Tab. Three of five. This is going to give you information about TSA PreCheck. You can actually put your uh, preferred traveler number. So whether you have the TSA PreCheck or whether you have the global entry type of preferred traveler number, you can put either one in and it will be in your profile here in the app which is very nice if you happen to forget your card or you want to show them that, hey, I actually do have pre-check. Ask stop, tab, four of five. Profile, tab, five of five. Let's go ahead and let's Ask see if we stop, can pick tab, an four airport. Saw pre, can I break, selected, no airport saved, favorite airports. No airport saved, link, search field, is editing, enter airport code, name or city, character mode, insertion okay. point at start, quick navel. So I'm going to go ahead and enter the airport code for MacArthur Airport in New York, and I believe that is ISL. Quick nav on. Clear text. Button. Search field. Is editing. ISL. Clear text. Cancel. Button. Ron Conkema. Town of Islip. NY. Long Island MacArthur. ISP. And look at Double that. There it is. It's airports. actually ISP. Hilton Head Island. SC. Hilton Head. HA. Ron Conkema. Town of so back. I'm just going to double tap on that. Long Island MacArthur, Ronkonkoma, Town of Islip, NY, 74 degrees Fahrenheit. View detailed weather button. Not favorited. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and double tap on that and see what happens. Not fa- Long Island MacArthur, Ronkonkoma, not favorited. View detailed weather button. FAA delay status. The status TSA pre-check checkpoint schedule. TSA pre-check hours are subject to change based on operational needs. So pre-check mark registered sign is available at this airport, but lane hours of operation are not currently available. 
Checkpoint wait times. Wait times are reported by fellow travelers. TSA urges all travelers to arrive at the airport well in advance of scheduled departures. No one, learn more about how to report your own security checkpoint wait times. Selected. My airports. Tab. Okay, so we have a number of things checkpoint here. Wait times. I'm wait just times are reported by fellow travelers. Back. TSA urges all travelers. check mark registrants. TFU. Favorited. Long Island MacArthur. Back. Button. Back. Long Island MacArthur. Ron Konkana. Town of Islip. NY. 74 degrees Fahrenheit. Favorited. Ah, and see, when we double tapped on that, now it's favorited. So let's Long go back. back. So we can add as many airports here as we want. And then you can go down and check the conditions for each of the airports. Let's go down to the bottom of the screen, though, and check out another tab. Hilton head up. Can I bring? Sopra asked stop. Tab. Sopra check mark registered. Can I bring? Tab. Two of five. Okay, here's our can I bring tab. Let's check this out. Selected. Can I bring? Tab. Two of five. My airports, travel, military, can I bring, can I bring, heading, search for permitted and prohibited items, search field. Oh Double my, and you would not believe the list of prohibited uh, items, but you can definitely search if you're not sure of something like a CPAP machine or um, certain medical liquids, things like that. TSA guide, travel checklist, button, identification, button, liquids rule, button. And there's your liquids rule, so you can check uh, to see exactly how much liquid you can bring in your carry-on without losing that favorite bottle of shower gel, as I did once. Disabilities and medical conditions. Button. Ah, here we go. Military personnel. Button. Disabilities and medical conditions. Let's go back here to the disabilities button. and medical conditions, though. Let's see what we have. Saw guide. Back button. Saw guide. Heading. Disabilities and medical conditions. Heading level one. To ensure your security, all travelers are required to undergo screening at the checkpoint. You or your traveling companion may consult its SAW officer about the best way to relieve any concerns during the screening process. You may provide the officer with its SAW notification card or other medical documentation to describe your condition. If you have other questions or concerns about traveling with a disability, please contact. So the identification card that they're talking about has to do with a card that you can actually print out from the TSA website and you can fill out yourself. And that's a way to discreetly tell the agent about anything that you are concerned about during the screening. Let's say you have maybe an ostomy bag or you have uh, a hearing impairment and you would like some assistance, anything like that, uh, that you would like them to know that you want to discreetly communicate, you can put on this TSA disability identification card. And that is available through the TSA website at tsa.gov. If you are approved to use the pre checkmark registered sign lane at a participating airport, you do not need to remove shoes, laptops, three, one, one liquids, belts, or light jackets during the screening process. You are required to undergo screening at the checkpoint by technology or a pat down. Also, SAW officers may swab their hands, mobility aids, equipment, and other external medical devices to test for explosives using explosive trace detection technology. Okay, so that is if you go through the pre-check line. You are not required to remove your shoes if you have disabilities and medical conditions. However, your shoes must undergo additional screening including visual-slash-physical inspection as well as explosive trace detection testing of the footwear. You can request to be seated during this portion of the screening. So there's a little bit of information about your shoes if you are unable to remove your shoes. Now, if you, like me, didn't realize that your shoes had maybe a little bit of metal in them as reinforcements, I have some shoes that I wear for conferences that are nice and, you know, great, supportive, comfy shoes, but they have metal in them. And I didn't realize that. And I went through and set off the alarm. Well, I have TSA PreCheck and basically what they did, they gave me the choice between taking off my shoes or just having them scanned and uh, they put the explosive detection stuff on them, which is just a little cloth that they rub over. 
and I was able to sit and they could do that at that point. So you do have a lot of choices here. Please choose a situation to see more information. Aha. Autism or intellectual disabilities. Pop up button. Oh, and here Double we have activate the picker. a lot of disabilities listed. So let's Autism see. or intellectual disabilities. So guide. Autism, external medical devices. Deaf or hard of hearing. Implants, internal medical devices. Medications. Mobility disabilities, aids and prostheses, casts, braces, support appliances. Radioactive medication materials. Oh my. Respiratory equipment. Blind low vision. Service dogs animals. Alzheimer's, dementia, of ostomies. Ostomies. So as you can see, there are a number of things here that you can get information about. So rather than going through all of these on the screen, I really encourage you to take a look. Let's go back down to the bottom. Ask tab, tab now, four or five. we're going to go here to the Ask TSA tab. Saw free checkmark registered. Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TSA Cares, Disability Helpline. There we go. That is a very handy number to have and to get in touch with if you have any questions or if you want to set up some special assistance through the security line specifically. 855-787-2227. Button. Don't have to call the Disability Helpline. And so you can actually call them from right here in the app. That is a handy phone number to remember. And again, it is 855-787-2227. TSA website, www.tsa.gov button. And again, that's www.tsa.gov. And you can go right there from the app. Facebook button, Twitter button, YouTube button, Instagram button, YouTube button, my airports. Tab one of five. And now we're back down here to the bottom where we can go across all the tabs. Let's go ahead and see what's in our profile. Can I bring so pre check selected profile tab? Ask stop. So can I my version 3.2.0 terms of service button fees and credits button my airports tab one of five. So as you can see, the profile tab is really more of an about tab. My TSA is a very handy app, can answer a lot of your questions about airport security, etc. So you may want to grab this app. It is absolutely free, very user friendly, and uh, let TSA know if you have any accessibility issues with it. I am running the app using the latest version, a public version of iOS 10. I'm running it on an iPhone 6S. And as you can see, it is very accessible. TSA does have a really strong commitment to accessibility in all of their products and services. So please, if there is something that isn't working correctly, please call and let them know. This has been Janine for Main Menu. Happy travels. Just a note to let all of you know that we are taking the month of July off. And we will be back in August with plenty of tech coverage. Main Menu is a program brought to you by the American Council of the Blind and ACB Radio. It airs every Friday evening on ACB Radio Mainstream beginning at 9 p.m. Eastern and repeats every four hours until 5 p.m. the following day. You can listen by pointing any internet-connected device to acbradio.org mainstream, grab it as a podcast, Use ACB Link for iOS or call 605-475-8130 at airtime. If you have any ideas for product reviews or demonstrations and would like to be in touch, email us 
at mainmenu at acbradio.org. You can also reach out to us on Twitter at mainmenu. Thank you so much, and we'll see you in a month.